where you have passion is where you'll be able to succeed. And if you don't have passion, then don't do it. Hey everyone, you're listening to Behind Two Blondes, the show that takes you behind the scenes of what it's really like pursuing your dreams. Every podcast has an opening song. This is ours. It's not very long. Chase, I think our opening song needs to be a little bit longer. I'm singing more of our opening song to intro our show called Behind Two Blondes. Hi everyone, my name's Chase O'Donnell. And I'm Savannah Brown. Together we started a comedy duo called Two Blondes. Every week, Savannah and I will interview a successful millennial who's pursuing their passion in an attempt to pick up some pointers of our own and hopefully inspire you to get out there and do the same. Today, we are interviewing Autumn Bates. She is a certified clinical nutritionist and a certified personal trainer. She has a BS in nutrition and dietetics. She's written her own cookbook called Thriving, and now she's getting her master's in nutrition and human performance. Wow. Wow. I don't feel like I'm doing nothing in my wow. life. <laughs> wow. 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 Before we talk to our lovely guest, uh, we have to tell you what is on the brunch menu today because, as you know, we interview our guests over brunch. Over brunch. So, what's on the menu, Savannah? Spicy poblano and mushroom quesadillas with baby romaine and avocado salad. Quesadillas. Quesadillas. Or is it quesadillas? Quesadillas. Either way, it sounds delicious. Mm. If you would also like to have a meal as delicious as ours, please go to blueapron.com slash two blondes, spelled exactly how it sounds. T-O-O. Exactly. And you can get your first three meals free, including shipping, on us. You're You're welcome. welcome. Hi, Autumn. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for being here with us. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. We'll do a virtual cheers. Cheers. What are you you drinking? I'm just having some water with a pinch of Celtic sea salt. Stop it. Celtic sea salt. (laughs) Talk, I mean, we're talking to a nutritionist. I know, this, we need all the I'm details. Already, yeah. uh, I'm drinking some water with um, lemon. Man, you guys are so boring. I'm doing a mimosa. It's, it's, it's a brunch drink. Why so much water? So much water. I felt like water with Celtic sea salt was so healthy, I had to go healthy. Smart, Chase. <laughs> really smart. Um, where are you joining us from? Are you in I'm LA? in Manhattan Beach, yeah, which is in LA. Um, it's like one of the small beach cities in LA. Great, Manhattan Beach, and we we're love in Manhattan. It. So, oh, there perfect. you go. Yeah, perfect. Super close by. It's as if we're neighbors. It is. Um, <laughs> Crazy story. Yeah, let's hear. It. Um, I know. I don't know. No, Autumn, but one of my best friends from childhood is Jane Green. Shout out to Jane. She was in my wedding. Hey, Jane. Like, she was <laughs> in my wedding recently. Love her so much. Mm-hmm. And Autumn was actually her nutritionist, and uh, Jane just did a column for Autumn. And I was like, wait, I have to have this girl on my podcast. And Jane was like, I'll set you up. So we're on a date now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have her here. set up. <laughs> <laughs> How did you and Jane meet? What What's your story? So funny story. I actually, um, I originally worked at Tone It Up. So it's the online um, health and fitness Love community for girls. women. Yeah, we yes. know what that is. Yeah, uh, I was their on-site nutritionist and created all their recipes and did that recipe development. Um, I was also wow. helped with the workouts because of certified personal trainer. Um, and Jane was an intern there. She so, was. Yeah, so I met her through there, and um, we didn't really become friends until much after the fact, until 
later, but um, then she had some issues that she wanted to deal with naturally. So then she started to see me and um, the whole story is in Healthline, but basically she had really severe anxiety and um, that's something that I personally suffered with for 10 plus years with mm-hmm. extreme panic attacks and and I was able to get over it with um, treating it naturally. So I worked with her on that and now she is off her antidepressants and it's amazing. Wow. And I'm chills. so proud of her. I have chills. It's really Savannah so Savannah cool. and I were just saying how much, like I, we truly believe that it is what you eat and your diet that actually helps you. You can take medicine to like- Cover it, mask it. Yeah, mask it, but- mm-hmm. That's why we're really excited to talk to you and hear everything you have to share about all this. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I didn't know you guys met at Tone It Up because I did see that on your resume and I was like, I wonder if that's just like a coincidence or... Yeah, yeah, no, she was actually one of my best friend's interns. So we uh, we gave her some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I guess going back just to that, um, how did you, was that the first thing you did as a nutritionist or you've had a long history leading up to tone it up like how did you get that role um well going back to like college Mm -hmm. so my sister-in-law um she Brienne she actually like ran all of their retreats and did all of their like she ran the tour and everything so from like the beginning she worked with them actually before they were really tone it up um Mm -hmm. she was a PR person for Oakley and and they were ambassadors for Oakley so um she ended up being their PR person. And then I in college was like, hey, can I like come work those retreats with you? Yeah. <laughs> so um, so I like first started just working their retreats and their events. And then um, they needed somebody with nutrition degree. So I went in and while I was working there, I was still getting my certified clinical nutritionist um, certification. So I, while working there full time, was doing that and getting my master's and all of that fun stuff. You were so, exhausted. You were exhausted. Oh, I, I, I didn't do anything fun for a very long time. <laughs> but you also were doing like a nutritionist's dream job, right? Like that was right. the first job out of the gate and you were already working with these two like extremely successful uh, fitness, fitness girls. I mean, like gurus, people yeah. love them. So that's yeah. Yeah, it so was exciting cool because I really got to develop my own personal recipe developing skills. I worked there for um, almost three years and mm-hmm. I... I, it was just amazing that part of my job was literally just getting to create recipes that thousands of women I would see post across the world about. And it was just cool to see the impact that I had worldwide as well. Did you cook a lot growing up or was this something like, how did you get into nutrition and why did you study that? Good question, Chase. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad is a chiropractor. My brother's chiropractor. Um, so I had no choice but to go into the health field, really. <laughs> um, but I originally, I remember like growing up when I was in like sixth grade, I was not a normal child. I would like to, I would walk to the grocery store that was like a mile away because Manhattan Beach is a small town. Yeah. And I would pick up things from like, like with my allowance that I got for that week to make just different like crazy recipes. So I was just always really interested in um, in cooking just because it was like my way of giving love to people and mm-hmm. it still is. It's just like food is the best. I mean, I love food. So there's yeah. no better way to show your love than to share what you make with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always loved cooking and I even had like a brief stint where I was like, oh, maybe I'll open a restaurant. But then mm-hmm. in college we had to do like this whole 
thing where um, we put together a restaurant and like see what it really costs. And I was like, mm, don't make much money doing that, so never mind. <laughs> Um, but I always loved cooking and it's always been a huge passion of mine. And I mean, I spend my Sundays like sprouting chickpeas and like Ugh. making my own butter and my like, heart I'm... is melting. <laughs> this is heaven. Yeah. So, and I also like spent probably six months trying to like properly make sourdough bread. That was a huge uh, feat for me. And you did it. You did it. Sarah. I finally did it. Yeah. Wow. But, Mm-hmm. Was there a reason, though, that you went the health way? Because cooking and giving people food for love, like could've, you could be making pizza and ravioli right. and really unhealthy food. Why did you choose to, like, I love that you did because <laughs> this is my type of food. But did you, what made you go this route, like making it all organic and healthy and for your yeah. body? Um, so it started in high school. I wasn't really interested in health. I mean, like I... I had the background and the philosophy that was much different than most people had, um, which is like, you don't take medicine. I've never taken medicine. Um, I've never taken like Tylenol or anything. I took antibiotics once and I had a severe allergic reaction. So never again. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So my family is like back, like gets real hippy dippy where we don't do that stuff. But um, I've always been healthier than everybody around me, even though, like, conventionally speaking, maybe I shouldn't be because people think that, like, oh, medicine makes you healthy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it didn't really click until senior year. I started, I don't even know why, I just started reading different books on nutrition, probably because my dad had about, like, 30 of them laying around. So I was <laughs> like, oh, I'll just pick one up because yeah. I also love to read. Um, so I read one, and that philosophy really clicked with the science for me. And I've always also been more science minded. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of frustrating to me at that point where I was like, the science is here. And why aren't people doing this to be healthier? And that was the first time I really read the stats of at that point, it was two thirds of the people in the US are overweight, a third obese. Um, People are dying of hypertension and um, diabetes and heart disease and the fourth leading cause of death in the US um, is properly prescribed medication. So it's just all of that stuff was mind blowing to me and it really like drew me onto this mission of wanting to share this knowledge with people because Mm -hmm. ultimately the best thing you can do for yourself from the start is what you put into your body every day. Yeah. 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 So food can either be your best form of medicine or your slowest form of poison. So I wanted to just really teach people that. So straight into college, you're like, this is what I'm getting my degree in, you know. Well, initially, I was thinking I'd be like on a crusade and become like a medical doctor and (laughs) like change it from the inside out. (laughs) Then I realized that's probably not really going to happen. Um, So I wanted to actually learn the proper like I I went into school with biology um, because that's you have to learn the basics first. Um, And I mean, then it just went from there. I, I originally medical doctor then I was like okay I'll be a naturopath then be like a general practitioner with like healthy treating but then I still realized you're still treating a problem you're not helping people from the start be well Mm -hmm. and that's where I um, put together my love for food and my love for wellness into nutrition and then from tone it up you just when did you decide to go on your own and and make this a full-time job working with your own clients and yeah I I always tone up was a great experience for me. Um, I'm it. It was just amazing how I was able to affect so many people's lives by working there. Um, but I was always missing that connection that I wanted of 
seeing that change with those people and um, and being part of the process. And because yeah, it's mostly just, virtual, like, right? Right. So you'd see people's check-ins. You'd see people um, who like there's so many amazing women who have made so much great progress with Tone Up, and and that's great. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted that connection with yeah. people, and that's why I went to school in the first place. So. Um, I really from day one knew that's what I wanted to do and Tone It Up was just a really great, I I essentially think of it as a paid internship. I was going to say it's almost like you didn't need to get a job as a waiter or a a normal side job that someone would get while they're pursuing their passion. You were able to get a job in your field and that was how you were making money while you were pursuing your own business. Yeah. That's yeah. very So you always had it in your mind that you wanted the one-on-one experience or did that just really clarify it? No, that was from day one. I knew that, um, I mean, Tone Up, like I said, amazing. They're always going to be my family yeah. and that company has grown so much since I've been there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it. I had to follow my passion and it was to just be part of the experience of helping people one-on-one. In most of your interviews, I mean, do you usually use Skype, FaceTime, or is it in-person interviews? Just how do you work with your clients? How do you get to know them? That's so many questions in one, but <laughs> you can start from like, how do you... Um, how do I meet with people? Yeah, and like really get to know them before you can pretty much give them a plan, I'm sure, to change yeah. their life. Um, I do basically at two fronts, um, one-on-one in person. I have an office space in Manhattan Beach that I work out of where I meet people in person. Oh, but the way that I usually meet those people is I do a lot of talks, um, just like free talks throughout LA. And um, and I just like basically share my knowledge because that's what I'm passionate about. And that, by the way, freaks me out to no end. I have like <laughs> severe, I already said that I had severe anxiety, yeah, but social anxiety, way up there. So <laughs> going out and speaking is like very difficult for me, but you do it's, it. yeah, it's what I do because I know it's part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mostly meet people through that way and I, I make a really great connection with them afterwards where we um, people ask questions and they get really interested in the fact that they can heal themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, then I meet them in person here or um, I actually meet a lot of people through my blog and my website and my Instagram that have been following me and I share a lot of tips on there. So people always like my little like fun facts like the Celtic sea salt one, which yes. actually is really great for adrenal and thyroid health. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just need to get her cookbook. I'm following her on Instagram. I'm getting all my. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to your Instagram, which is at Autumn L Nutrition, right? Right. Yeah. Is there an underscore um, in there? Is there an underscore in there? Yeah, it's at Autumn L underscore Nutrition. There it is. There it is. There it is. There okay. it is. <laughs> um, so everybody go and follow her right now. Um, before you. Um, made this leap, though, to start your own. Oh, sorry. I jumped ahead. Sometimes. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, this is going back just a little. Before yeah, no, you um, started your own business, how scary was it to take that leap and say, I'm going to do this on my own? And like, did you have some money saved up? And what was this process? Because I know that's a huge thing for people. Yeah. It was the scariest thing I have ever done. Oh. And I've done a lot of very scary things. Um, which, P.S., fun fact, do you guys know the show Wipeout? Yes. Yes. I was on that. I got oh, fourth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gosh, Your resume keeps growing. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I've... You've I, done scary things. I've done scary things, and oh like God. I've traveled alone through Europe by myself. Like I've done a lot of things that scare me, but it's almost like the thrill of the fear as well is what drives me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, this was by far the scariest thing I've ever done because it impacts my entire life. Mm-hmm. And... 
Um, you don't whole know family. what the outcome will be. Right. So it's and yeah. my whole family is entrepreneurs. My dad has his own chiropractic um, business. So just my brother, my sister has her own microblading business. Oh my, um, my the rest of my family, they're just all entrepreneurs. Wow. And so it was never like a fear that I wouldn't succeed because mm-hmm. I knew the passion was there and mm-hmm. my knowledge was there. It was just about how long it would take. Mm-hmm. And that was the part that was scary to me. Um, but I mean, it took the whole time I was working at time because then I had a stable paycheck. So I was like, oh, this is great. I have a paycheck. Yeah. Um, but I would save about 40% of my paycheck in the savings every single time wow. so that I had plenty just as to fall back upon. Mm-hmm. And when I finally just decided to do it, not only was it scary because I was talking, everybody was like, do you guys think I should do it? Should I do it? Should I yeah, do yeah, it? Yeah. They'd be like, you, you got this, like calm down. Yeah. Um, but I also was leaving like what has built up to be my family at Tone It Up. So it felt like I was going through a breakup at the same time whilst trying to pursue my passion. Ugh. So it was, it was really scary, but honestly, the moment I did it, everything fell into place and wow. it was, there's no difficulty. Like every day is hard, obviously, because yeah. you have to promote yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but when your passion is there, when what you wake up and what you dream about and what you like are every day are living and breathing, mm-hmm. when that's all aligned and, and you're pursuing that, it's going to happen. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you guys, I am interrupting this amazing interview. Jeez, that sounds a little cocky. It does, it does. It's just an interview, but I mean, our guest is pretty amazing. Our interviewee's amazing, but we're our, not saying we're amazing. We're not saying that we're amazing. You know what is amazing? Mm. Our Blue Apron meal. Delicious. We're just reminding you that Blue Apron is our sponsor, and as a thank you for listening to this show, we would like you to head to blueapron.com slash two blondes. Spelled T-O-O so that we can send you three free meals. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but really, please do it. Thank you. How, how do you um, get to know people? Do you have like two or three interviews with them before you start giving them advice on what they should eat, et cetera? How do you go about that? So when I first meet with people, when I when they actually schedule, let's say their initial consultation, mm-hmm. it's a 45-minute block of time. So it's like essentially... I see it as like nutritional therapy. Yeah, I was going to say um, that. Because food, food is so tied in with our emotions that, um, that, I mean, you have to, it's not just telling somebody, this is what you eat. Like anybody could do that. It's about working with the person on making those small changes so that they feel successful and they feel like they can continue to grow within mm-hmm. their health. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, just in the first session about, 30 minutes of it, I don't really even speak. I let the other person tell me every single thing about their health and wellness routine or, or lack thereof and what they eat. And because, I mean, a lot of nutritionists just go off of like the um, the like meal, whatever. Like people will do a 24-hour recall of what they've had for mm-hmm. the past 24 hours. Yeah. And not that people lie with that. It's just we, when we're confronted with nutritionists, it's like you want to be like, no, no, see, I am healthy. Like even though you're trying to get help, you want to show like, but I do healthy things, even yeah. though you might leave things out. Yeah. Um, which that ultimately doesn't make it so that we can help the person. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really important to have like a long conversation and really get to like the root of why maybe they're snacking mm-hmm. at night, or um, or if they have like an emotional tie to a certain food or whatever it is to mm-hmm. make it so that 
they're successful in the changes and not just broad strokes saying, okay, well, you need to eat less sugar. Yeah. It's just too yeah. Wow. Do you find it's always, it's pretty much always an emotional connection? Or is oh, yeah. It, I, oh, yes, wow. 100%. Um, wow. Food, I mean, food is related to culture. If you think about it, like, you grow up and your mom gives you certain foods every day. So you have that food, you have a connection with your family. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe even like if you're stressed, you find yourself eating the same foods all the time. So maybe even taking away that food that is something that you have when you're stressed can cause stress initially because you're like, but that's my safety blanket. Yes. So it's very much tied with Wow, I thought I just ate because I was hungry. And now I'm just like really (laughs) rethinking everything. Well, my comfort food is macaroni and cheese because that comes from when I was very little. Macaroni and cheese was my, like, that's the only thing that I liked at that point. So, yeah, I definitely have a macaroni and cheese. (laughs) Yeah, you have Mm -hmm. mac and cheese comfort I love mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't overeat it, but I love mac and cheese. (laughs) <laughs> Love that. So does my boyfriend. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Those little those little ones that go in the microwave. I've I've gotten my boyfriend on those now too. <laughs> Your husband. Oh yeah, he's my husband. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Oh. I love you. <laughs> um, how long did it take you to get to the point where you felt comfortable one on one with clients, feeling like you had this authority? Like right away, where you just. Um, with your clients and feeling super confident, or did it take some time? Um, it definitely took me getting scholastically where I am now, Mm -hmm. um, and not just having the degrees, but also like, I am such a science nerd. Like I have just on my book stand in the corner right now, I have about four different nutrition books that Mm -hmm. are all like studies and not like, like, Oh, eat this, like studies on what's currently going on. Yeah. Um, so I mean, once I actually started speaking with people one-on-one, I, I didn't feel like I lacked confidence because I knew at that point I had everything that I needed to give them. Mm-hmm. And so where it just did, took like all that schooling. First. Where did you get these people though? Because you had just left Tone It Up. Was it just friends and family at first? Uh, no, actually, I for about six months toward the last six months of me working at Tone Up, I was slowly building up my clientele. Okay. Um, and yeah, I was. So at that time, during those six months, not only was I working full time at Tone Up, I was getting my master's and I was also starting my own business. So it was, I I was working about 14 to 16 hours a day because I would wake up in the morning and I would go to client meetings um, at my office and then I would go from there, which thankfully my office now is literally like a block away from the Tone Up HQ, but I would walk from there and then go to work and then I'd work there and I'd have, during my lunch break, I'd go and do client meetings and then after work, I'd go and do more client meetings and then on the weekend, I would do school. So it was Insane. A tough six months. And your client yeah. meetings, so after the first one, do you have packages where it's like they can meet you every week like a therapist or they can call you? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it does take that, like, repeated exposure, especially mm-hmm. since it is related to emotions so yeah. much. But um, but what I do is there's a couple options, like, where people can just meet with me whenever they want. And it's, um, it's like, per session basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and each one is between 30 to 45 minutes. It's not like the first one is a yeah. long time and then it's just a touch base. Mm-hmm. 10 it minutes is here very, and there. <laughs> exactly. It's very much like you still, it's a conditioning. So um, it's sort of like I attribute it to like going to the gym and working out. Mm-hmm. You don't go to a trainer once and then you're like, okay, I'm good. I got this. Mm-mm. Like I know how to do everything. Um, so I have like where it's individual sessions or um, depending on the person and, and how much uh, 
they with their goals what they need taken a look at I'll um, do like packages anywhere between like one month to a year amazing so for the year programs I have a couple of women who are pregnant that I work with and it's like they sign up right when they get pregnant and then they continue on through after pregnancy I'll probably be going out reaching out to her when I'm pregnant yeah that's a great idea (laughs) that's a a smart business move too because you get them hooked from the beginning <laughs> for sure, nine months. Well, well, yeah, but then after, then you after you get rid of the baby, not get rid of the baby, but the baby's <laughs> you out, get rid need, of the baby. You need a nutritionist. Your, your diet's yeah, constantly you switching, need, and you need to get back in exactly. shape. You gotta get back. In yeah. Shape. Gotta, now I read something about a Mediterranean diet. Um, is that what you believe now? Is that what you studied? Um, um, I studied abroad in Italy, in northern Italy, to study the Mediterranean diet. Um, it was such an amazing program. My teacher was um, Italian. He grew up in northern Italy, and he paired, like, he ha- has his PhD in biochemistry, which is what nutrition is, is biochemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he paired himself with this little Italian woman who, like, during the first half of the day, he would teach us the science behind why the Mediterranean diet is so great. And the second half of the day, I would have this little Italian woman teach me how to make the recipes that like are old world Italian things, wow. like sprouting your own beans or making your bread from scratch, like all of those different things. So um, I don't really like believe in one particular diet for one person or, mm-hmm. or massive amounts of people. It's all about the individual because everybody's genetic code and um, your environment and your goals are all going to be so different Mm -hmm. that it's about taking bits and pieces from everything and what works from everything Mm -hmm. and then utilizing them as tools for like that particular moment. So it would be tough right now to say, Savannah and Chase, here are a few things you should do (laughs) to be a little healthier and uh, more aware of what you're eating. Like I love the, I love the sea salt tip you've already given us. Yeah, that's that's Is something that, that most people most people can do. Doing. Okay. Are there anything else? Any little other tips that we should be doing? Her Instagram I mean, is a ton. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but going back to the sea salt one because that's super important. Uh-huh. Um, most people think that like salt is bad for you because mm-hmm. of all of the studies that show um, salt increases yeah sodium increases your um, hypertension risk Mm -hmm. but the thing is only a quarter of the u.s is actually salt sensitive Mm. and um and you're getting you're missing out on so many essential vital uh, minerals and micro minerals that you need in order for every single function in your body so even like brain function or energy or like i mentioned to make um hormones in your adrenal glands and your thyroid all of those are needed for every single function in your body with those minerals. Mm-hmm. And with our food supply, let's say even if you are eating organic vegetables and, and fruit every day, you're still, our, our farms are so over farmed and they lack so much of those minerals now that you're not getting those anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not even taking into account the processed food that most people are supplementing their diet with as well. So what I, always recommend especially for women because women tend to be more stressed Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) is to have a pinch of celtic sea salt in your water first thing in the morning when you wake up because it increases your (laughs) it increases your hydration because obviously when you go to sleep and you're not drinking water throughout the night you're breathing out air you're getting really dehydrated Mm -hmm. so this um, by having salt in your water you increase your hydration but then you're also getting a good dose of those micro minerals that you need in order for every function in your body 
Great. So just a pinch in the morning and you're good. Great. Mm -hmm. I'm going to add that into my diet. Me too. I always hear start the day with a lemon and water. water. Do you do that after? um, You can actually put lemon in your water at the same time. Oh, 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 great. 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 Perfect. I do actually have a question for you. Do you believe in vitamins, multivitamins, anything? I've been debating if I should, if I need it. Now that she's here, I might as well ask her. (laughs) (laughs) It really, it really depends on the person and their own needs. Um, Multivitamins generally aren't going to do much for you. Okay. Um, It's like there's certain. I'm not a big supplement person, but there are certain things for certain people that I recommend. Mm -hmm. Um, Like for example, people with anxiety, I personally take it as well. Um, Ashwagandha and CBD are very important for that. Oh, Um, my mom just got me CBD oil. Did she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good for it. I've been, or it's not oil. It's like a topical, like you put it on your neck or your temples and it's like calms you down. Yeah. (laughs) How do you feel with it? Um, I can't tell yet if it's like, I know I'm putting it on. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to be relaxed. If I'm I'm in my head, I can't tell yet Um, because she just got it for me last week. So. She went yeah, to a, a weed convention in Santa Monica, <laughs> and that's what she picked up for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Picked up one for the whole fam. But I actually really have a lot of anxiety and stress, so I was like, this will be great. She'll be calling you probably next week. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be in your office next week. Um, oh, for sure. But um, sorry, go on. CBD and the other one was what? Ashwagandha. Okay. And so, yeah, it's um, it's a supplement that can be taken. It's basically a hormone balancer. So that you just, same thing with CBD. They both do something similar where it's an adaptogen. So it helps you adapt to stressors better. Mm-hmm. Great. So I'm going to look that up. So, yeah, if you're like, you try to avoid um, medicines, what what is your opinion? This is getting so interesting for me um, on birth control and stuff, because that does mess with your hormones. Um, we've both had problems with imbalances yeah. of hormones mm-hmm. with birth control. And, um, yeah, she recently got off of it. So just question on that. Of course, birth control is a very personal decision. So if that's mm-hmm. something that feels right for you, then I would never tell somebody to get off of it. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I know that a lot of people take it for, because I did used to take it when I was in high school for about a year and a half. It took me about three years after that to get a normal period. Wow. So it, it can really mess up your, the balance of your hormones. I mean, yeah. the way that I think of it for, um, for hormones especially, anything that your body makes naturally, you shouldn't be taking mm-hmm. because then you're not going to be able to make it as much. Mm-hmm. So it basically... It's called a negative feedback loop. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting this fake estrogen or progesterone or whatever it is um, into your body, then your body is going to be like, okay, well, that takes energy to make, so I'm not going to make it anymore. Interesting. So that's my thing with hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, and people take it for and, their skin and stuff. And so you right. like. Yeah. So I've had a couple of clients of mine who were adamant that they needed to still take it because of their skin or because they got really bad periods. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like having an imbalanced hormone. So for example, if they said that they were taking it because their hormones weren't balanced, Mm -hmm. that they needed to take it in, your body knows better than anybody else what it needs. And if you have an imbalance in your hormones, it's not due to the fact that it can't produce enough of that hormone. Mm -hmm. It's because something else is going on in your life that's making it so it doesn't want to do that because it doesn't want you to be able to get pregnant at this point because for example 
if you're really stressed when mm-hmm. or excessively exercising, a lot of women will lose their periods. It's not because your body's dumb. It's mm-hmm. because it's like, well, I'm not in a position right now where I can safely be pregnant. I don't have enough fat on my body. Um, mm-hmm. I feel constantly stressed, so I must be in an unsafe environment. Mm-hmm. So it makes it so that you can't get pregnant. So there is going to be an underlying mechanism that's causing your body to not produce those hormones. Um, So what I like to do is look at, let's see every factor in your environment and in Mm -hmm. your life and the areas that need to be addressed um, Mm -hmm. to help get to the root cause. Wow. Yeah, I was just recommended the book Woman Code. I just got oh, yeah. that. Have, have you read that? I'm sure you have. <laughs> I actually haven't read that. I've listened to a few um, interviews with her, though, and she's she talks about something similar. So it's like, yeah, be all about the like actually solving the issues rather than, right. again, masking. masking it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for that read. Our producer did have a question about um, what is it trying to gain muscle? Lean muscle. Um, do, do you work with men a lot? Um, do they come in asking that question? I mean, I've heard that question quite a few times. Yeah, I actually work with a few professional athletes. Um, one of them, Elliot Sloan, he won the X Games for skating in 2017. Um, Whoa! And- big client. Big client. <laughs> big client. <laughs> um, he came to me because he wanted to like lose weight but gain muscle. And that's a very difficult combo for mm-hmm. A lot of people because if you're losing weight then your body is in a breakdown state so it's breaking down it doesn't want to build up mm-hmm. um, but I mean obviously there's ways to get around that because people do it and one of the biggest ways to do that is actually with intermittent fasting mm. um, and the reason why is because intermittent fasting causes your body to increase its growth hormone by up to 2,000% and increase your testosterone by up to 180% after just one fast Wow. So it makes you much better at burning fat. Both of those hormones cause you to burn fat while gaining muscle. Um, So calorie restriction isn't going to do it. Eating every couple of hours isn't going to do it because you're going to increase your blood glucose and insulin, Mm -hmm. which both are the fat storing mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Um, So intermittent fasting is something I've seen that works very well with a lot of people, especially athletes. Mm -hmm. What is it like an hour? You eat eat in an eight hour chunk during the day, right? And then that's one of them probably, but that's, yeah, that's one of the ways. Um, it's, there's a bunch of different ways. There's alternate day fasting where you can do 24 hours, not eating 24 hours eating. Um, I'm a big fan of the eight or six hour window because I think most people, (laughs) yeah, most people can stick with that. Um, and, uh, and it's just, it really, again, depends on the person and how to properly, what I uh, often go over with people for their own lives is how to properly break the fast, which is huge because that can make or break if you're going to be successful in that, hmm. um, and how to end the fast. So that transition, those transition periods is what's going to be the biggest, most important part of losing weight by gaining muscle. What do you suggest? Are you mean like what they eat when they break it or? Right, yeah. So part of what goes on with that is um, when you break a fast, you don't want to have something that's really high in carbohydrates mm-hmm. because then you're just going to immediately go back into those blood glucose spikes and drops. So that's what you want to stay away from. You want to stay in that fat burning state as long as possible. Yeah. So what I usually recommend is something like high fat smoothie is a great thing to transition into um, so that people can stay in that fat burning state and not have as much of the spikes and falls. Gotcha. Wow. And if you wanted to like, 
study, like learn all this, is this stuff that you talk about in your book Thrive? Or is it I, recipes? Yeah, I have some, it's all the recipes that go along with it. It's recipes that I often use with my clients as well. Um, but I have some tips, especially on intermittent fasting in there. Um, and I am also going to be doing a talk fairly soon in, I think, a couple weeks um, on intermittent fasting, all the science behind it that I'll be sharing on my website. Oh, wow. Okay, so when... Oh, are you going to be in LA? She's in yeah. Monica right now. Yeah, well, oh, we're, yeah. In, we're in New York right now, but I'm <laughs> living. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in uh, Santa Monica for the most part right now. So, oh my gosh, you'll, I'm going to 100% come to see you live speaking. Um, and maybe if we could put a list when we post this, uh, we can share some events you have coming up for any listeners. Yeah. So we'll, we'll uh, make sure to get that on there. I love yeah. that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, because I feel like one of the things that, I I want to be better at is not just like eating certain foods but knowing why I'm eating the foods because I can be told to eat the things but if I know why I am doing it I think it really helps so that's cool to hear that that's there's some stuff like that in your book which I can't believe we haven't read yet we're getting that we're gonna we're getting that right <laughs> now Amazon Prime is it Amazon Prime I don't even know <laughs> it's it's just on my website it's okay, an ebook perfect. so it's a download oh Easy. Ebooks. Great. <laughs> Done. Ebook. Um, so let's go with Since this we've been question. Picking, picking our brain all the time. Yeah. What does the day in the life of yours look like? Well, every day is a little different because as an entrepreneur, you don't really have a set schedule. Yeah. Um, but typically I wake up at like between 530 or 615. What? <laughs> yeah, I try to. I'm a. I'm an early riser. I like to get up. You're in the morning. a morning like girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have my coffee and I sit and I do a little bit of work, but I try to at least for the first hour of being awake not be on technology. Okay. Because that's been huge for helping myself with my anxiety is not being on technology for the first hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go to the gym, work out for probably an hour, um, do some more work here. Uh, I work from home either for or. For from home or from my office. Um, If I'm seeing people in person, then I go to my office. Mm -hmm. And if I do go down to my office that day, I usually take a bunch of walking breaks. I'm a big fan of walking. Me too. Love the walking. Yeah, love my Fitbit. It's my best friend. (laughs) Um, But I go walk along the beach. Um, I try and do soft sand so that I can like get a little bit of a workout in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually recently, not too recently, but the past couple of months, totally switched from running to walking because that's been huge for helping me with my anxiety levels because Mm. before I mean I used to run I did triathlons and marathons and half marathons and I loved the extensive the just the long distance running it it Mm -hmm. just felt good and meditative for me Mm -hmm. Um, but it was doing a number for my anxiety because it's keeping my cortisol levels consistently high yeah, so I switched from that, and um, it's been great for reducing my anxiety overall, which I highly recommend that also for most women is to reduce to the running. Great. Yeah, I reduced that. I, I was a big uh, track runner in high school, and um, I did all the hard sports, like the uh, triple jump, uh, high jump, oh. all on your joints, so it was really hard. Yeah. And I, Chase was doing all these marathons, and I said, I wish I could. I well, just, my joints really can't. Marathons is sweet. 5K, 10K, one day, one day. 5K, 10K. But um, I was listening to my body, and I was like, my knees don't 
want that impact anymore. So yeah, just try to walk over like five miles a day. And in New York, that's so easy. Um, yeah, it's interesting oh, yeah. though, like I realized about joints, but I didn't realize that running would cause anxiety. I could see it. I so that's totally really that. cool to hear. Totally yeah, it's it's not even that it causes anxiety. I just feel like um, for people who have are more prone to anxiety, it won't make it better. Great. And it, by just cutting that out, it just helps with balancing your hormones a little bit better. I love that because it's not like I really enjoy <laughs> running. I do it to be like, all right, I got my workout in. But if I can be like, oh, it's not really going to help me with my anxiety, then <laughs> it's a great right? excuse not to. It also is to. really good for weight loss, too, because having that high cortisol level makes it so that you end up storing body fat specifically around your stomach. So I actually saw some of the biggest results for myself um, when I cut out running and switched to walking. Wow. That little, like, extra layer around my stomach just completely disappeared. Oh, my gosh. And Actually, I think I'd agree with that, too, wow. for me. Wow. Would you say mm-hmm. that like yoga is a good one for low stress? Um, yeah. Or is Yoga's it just great. walking? Um, I, I just love to walk because I honestly, I don't like yoga. I wish I did. I really <laughs> wish I could get myself to like yoga, but I just can't do it. You just don't like I've it. tried for so many years. One of my good friends um, at Turn Up is a yoga instructor and she always tried to get me to do it. I just can't. Um, no, I was always more like the high intensity, like I liked to sweat. Yeah. Um, but... So yoga is great, but the act of walking as well is, there's so many studies that show it's just really great for um, anti-aging and so much uh, chronic disease prevention. Mm -hmm. Yoga does something similar, but I just recommend for a free workout that you can do whenever you want. Walking is always a good choice. My mom's been preaching this to me for years. Wow. The walking, (laughs) she's been telling me. Well, your mom looks so young. She does. My mom does look very young. And so so does my mom, and she walks walks our dog three times a day. My mom says the walking. Um, What's the best advice you've been given for your career, for life, anything? Hmm. Take your time. That's a big one. Take your time. You know, it's my dad has been really big for helping me with my life and um, and being where I want to be today. He's my inspiration for everything. He's such an inspiring person. I mean, he he and my mom both started from nothing. Um, My mom moved in with my dad when she was 15 and they she supported him through chiropractic college and they had no money. And now they're extremely successful, love each other in a great relationship. Um, he's still working very well and, and loves what he does after 30 plus years. Wow. So the one thing he always told me is that where you have passion is where you'll be able to succeed. And if you don't have passion, then don't do it because it's obviously not something like you spend so much time working every day. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't in love with what you're doing, then what are you really living for? Yeah. So wow. that's what's been driving me. <laughs> that's so beautiful. This has been so inspiring. And also, I took so many good tips like, away. Yeah, like, I'm going to walk and drink salt water. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Honestly, this was such a treat to have you on. And oh, I'm so excited you. that whoever is listening to this, I hope they took away as much as, as we, did. we did. Because this was, yeah, really awesome. Now, plug hear. everything so people can go follow you. Plug it all. Plug it all. <laughs> Well, you can check out my Instagram, which is autumnl underscore nutrition, and it's L like E L L E, not the letter L, L- Woods. Woods. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, my website's the same thing, autumnlnutrition.com, and I have a bunch of articles on there that I just put out for information. So 
so you can get a lot of great information, workouts, tips, um, recipes. Wow. And I also have some stories on pop sugar. Um, so if you just Google pop sugar and autumn baits, I have a bunch on there about lemon water. Since oh, we talked about that okay. earlier. Lemon water, right. Um, intermittent fasting, a bunch of other really cool stuff. Um, and then my cookbook, which is just a download on my website. So it's super easy and tons of recipes. The recipes I use all the time, literally every day. You had like and an amazing that's... chia seed thing that I want to make. Oh yeah, yeah, I just posted that the Yeah, other with day. the yogurt, <laughs> or not the yogurt. It was um, coconut milk. Coconut milk, uh-huh. Oh, oh, gonna go try that <laughs> And we get the pleasure of seeing your face over Skype, but I mean, you are just glowing and beautiful, so I highly <laughs> recommend everyone eat exactly what she eats. <laughs> or, you? or, you know, book or a session and figure session. out what you should be eating. There you go. Yeah, she'll spend yeah, help. She'll help you. <laughs> Thank you, Autumn. We really appreciate it. That's our show, and now we're saying so long. Tune in next time on Behind Two Blondes. Behind Two Blondes podcast is brought to you by FOU Studios and recorded at Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens. The show was created and written by Chase O'Donnell and Savannah Brown. This episode was produced and edited by Chase O'Donnell. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Brian Walters, the senior producer here, and on behalf of everybody who worked on this show, we'd like to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUstudios.com. Boom! Boom.